Welcome to the Stairway to Heaven. We're coming to you bringing insights into the ever-changing high-frequency currents now bathing the planet and their effect on us all. The source of vital information for the evolving human being, I'm Gwilda Wiecka. Becoming a channel of light. As frequency increases, so does the availability of light we can bring into the world. This light is channeled through our chakra systems and empowers all that we do. Our chakra system's prism light according to the color of each chakra, which also dictates what divination of power we brought forward. As an example, orange will support our sense of self, while yellow moves our will into the world. Blue empowers our voice and expression, and so on. Our chakra system is driven by both conscious and unconscious personal intent and is the bridge between spiritual or energetic power and the physical world. Chakric system's ability to accurately channel light is greatly impacted by any restrictions we may carry. Damage or distortion in any of our four levels, physical, emotional, mental, or spiritual, impinge the corresponding chakras and reduce the range of light we can access. Therefore, the amount of power we're able to bring into the world is dictated by health and clarity and balance of our physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual bodies. As the available light increases, so does the need for clarity on all levels, putting pressure on any toxicity present. This can be demonstrated by water moving through a pipe. Most everyone has experienced what happens when water has been shut off in a house for a time and then turned back on. At first, the pipes will rumble and groan. Soon, the water will spit and spew at irregular intervals, bringing up with it rust and debris that had settled in the pipes while there was no flow. Then, it will run steady but be full of particulate matter before running clear again. This eloquently demonstrates what we're currently experiencing on all four levels. There is a phenomenon known in functional medicine as a healing crisis. This tends to take place when a person cleans up their diet or engages in the practice of fasting after a long period of unhealthy eating. The body is nothing if not opportunistic. Once it receives superior nutrition and a break from a constant diet of unhealthy, unusable junk, it will immediately dump the toxic overload into the system to be eliminated. This results in a period of extreme toxicity while the system struggles to move the poisons out of the body. When a large amount of toxins are suddenly dumped into the bloodstream for elimination, our liver may become overloaded, causing a person to have flu-like symptoms. It's enough to make one wonder why, if they're eating better, are they feeling worse? If, however, they stick with a new improved diet, soon this will pass and they'll start feeling much better than before the correction. Over time, the body will continue to replace cells built with inferior materials in favor of ones constructed by superior nutrition. This is known as healing. The healing crisis just described is on the physical level, but each of our other three levels has its own rendition as well. Old, unprocessed emotions may trigger and bubble forth without warning. We may find ourselves overreacting to stimuli in the present as we're besieged by old emotions being triggered by current events. Mentally, we may become increasingly aware of negative thought forms, belief systems, and internal messaging. This negativity may have always been there, 
but it becomes more noticeable with the increasing light. Spiritually, we may notice our intention and energetic awareness increasing. At the same time, we become more conscious of and sensitive to the atrocities that have become commonplace in our world. As a result, we may find some environments and their corresponding frequencies intolerable, where before we were mostly oblivious to it. For generations, we've lived with diminished light. Now we're being bathed with rapidly increasing luminosity, necessitating detoxification. One can try to lock down and avoid the process, but this is much like trying to hold back the tide. One might be marginally successful for a time, but eventually the tide will come in, regardless of our resistance to it. The key to moving beyond the dreaded healing crisis is to aid the process by supporting our system on all levels as we undergo the necessary clearing. Physically, we need to clean up our act. Believe it or not, nature knows what it's doing. Anything that's not as nature intended has become imbalanced and compromises our personal health and well-being. Eating foods that are as close as possible to what nature provides is a great starting point. Fresh, organic, non-GMO fruits and vegetables still contain life and therefore support life. The further we get away from their natural form through processing and preserving, the less life they carry. Soon we're in a situation of diminishing returns whereby it takes more personal frequency to digest and detoxify our food than any energy we may glean from it. The same is true of animal products. You're not only what you eat, but what you eat ate. Grass-fed, free-range, humanely treated animals are a much better source of nutrition than traumatized ones that have been fed antibiotics to make up for poor handling. The overload of toxic feed, adrenaline, and antibiotics of these poor mistreated animals is still present in the meat and dairy once it reaches the table. Drinking purified water and avoiding the cans of chemicals known as soft drinks is always best. To better accommodate our bodies, it's good to pay attention to our blood type and ancestry when making food choices. For example, Europeans usually are supported by dairy products, while it may prove problematic for those of oriental descent. Long walks, sun, and fresh air also greatly aid detoxification on all levels. We're all backed up emotionally. We have been socialized into not expressing certain emotions. They must go somewhere, so we store them in the physical body. It's amazing how eating certain foods dumbs us down and keeps emotions at bay. When we clean up physically, we may find them bubbling forth to be cleared. Sometimes, it's enough to acknowledge and appropriately express them. Other times, they may be overwhelming. In this case, it's a good idea to seek professional support. On the mental level, our thoughts and beliefs have become distorted over the generations we've been in the dark. Paying close attention to our thoughts and internal messages can expose some very debilitating notions. Journaling can be useful in keeping track of and evaluating what goes through our head. Awareness is the key. When we become aware of damaging thought forms and beliefs, we can choose whether or not to engage them. 
Negative messages and thought forms, when repeated over time, form neurological ruts that we tend to fall into by default. By redirecting every time we find ourselves going there, we'll soon build new pathways, sans the negativity. Spiritually or energetically, we can accommodate the rise in frequency by resonating with the natural world. The earth and through her all the plants and animals automatically rebalance themselves as the ambient frequency increases or decreases. Staying in tune with the natural rhythms of life can help us resonate with the rapidly fluctuating overlording frequencies at hand. The earth's elements, water, air, earth and fire, must also always counterbalance each other. Whether in nature or in our bodies, this delicate balance is a moving target. This has been recognized for generations by many Eastern healing modalities. Maintaining balanced elements can be accomplished by frequently exposing ourselves to bodies of water, such as lakes, streams, or the ocean, taking brisk walks outside and breathing fresh air, walking barefoot in the grass or on the beach, and enjoying fire in the form of sunlight or a campfire. These activities need to be engaged in regularly as frequencies and with them, elemental balance is rapidly fluctuating at this time. The seasons also have their own balancing properties within the changing frequencies. Different seasons support varying processes and activities. Spring is a great time to fast and purify our bodies on all four levels. We can do a physical fast, but we can also mentally fast from media, emotionally fast from negativity, and spiritually fast from low-frequency things and places. It's also advised to use this time to clean and organize our environments, preparing for new growth. Summer supports growth and rebuilding on all levels. It's the time of bringing what's formed in the ethers of our imagination into the physical world. Fall is a time of discernment. It's the season to harvest and store what we've grown in preparation for the return of winter. As we harvest, it's important to let go of what no longer serves to be composted, broken down to its constituent parts to be repurposed in the spring. Winter is a time of being still and moving inward. Taking advantage of the dark season can help one access and explore the hidden corners of our psyche thus granting us greater self-awareness. With greater awareness, we can be more conscious of what we're intending. Intentions drive manifestation and dictate what we create. Between winter and spring is a still point, a time of empty, giving us the opportunity to reevaluate what's important to us, unencumbered by the aspirations of the past. This facilitates clarifying our intent for the upcoming times of planting and growth. By paying attention to the seasons, our ability to manifest is greatly enhanced, regardless of the ambient frequency. But during times of increased frequency, everything is accelerated, leaving less room for error. For instance, if we're not conscious of letting go of what no longer serves, we become burdened by it taking away from the energy we have available to put towards creating anew. It also does not leave room for the new things we have intended to move into our lives. Times of higher frequency require the ability to change directions rapidly. Thus, they have no tolerance for hoarding as we need to stay unencumbered and light on our feet. 
Fortunately, we can engage activities supported by different seasons any time of the year. For instance, it's not necessary to wait until spring to start new projects. If we understand the principles when we choose to initiate something, we can focus on the energy of spring at any time of year. If we make a point of aligning and cooperating with the seasons, we embody them, making their frequency available to be used at any time. Another way of aligning with the natural world is to eat what locally grows in the season. This would involve fresh greens in the spring, seasonal fruit and vegetables in the summer, squash and apples as they become available in the fall, and fruits and vegetables that can be stored, such as apples, winter squash, carrots, and grains during the winter. Though these guidelines can be extremely helpful as we undergo the evolutionary process, it's important not to beat ourselves up with them. If we guilt ourselves over not doing all the things we know will support us, we're missing the point altogether. Guilt is low frequency and thus detrimental. It's also counterproductive in the extreme. If we allow ourselves to go into guilt for not following some of the guidelines, in effect, we undo all the good from the ones we have managed to incorporate. Perfection is not the point. The goal is to increasingly rejoin the natural ebb and flow of life. It's not about doing it all, but every little thing we do to support our frequency clears the way to rejoining the circle of life. The more we're one with all that is, the more we're supported by the way life works. Be gentle with yourself and others as we undergo this amazing but challenging transition. Soon, we, as we willingly engage this process, we will reclaim our birthright as conscious channels of light. By channeling light into the world, we gain the power and vision to be where we need to be, doing what we need to be doing at the perfect moment to manifest our dreams. Thank you for joining me, Gwilda Wiecka, on the Stairway to Heaven, where we provide updates on the energetic currents facilitating our evolution into conscious, powerful co-creators. As I'm sure you've noticed, not only do the Stairway to Heaven episodes stand alone, but they weave together to form a map to evolution and personal empowerment as we enter the new era. To revisit this or any of our past episodes, visit our archives at www.stairwaytoheavenmedia.com. If you'd like to find out more about me, my school, and the evolutionary tools we offer, visit www.findyourpathhome.com. Until next time, may you be blessed on your sacred path to wholeness. We are here. The time is now.